passion, drive, persistence, resilience, love, all qualities that shape and define us. Join the Cyber Warrior as he helps shape your path. This is Walk With Me. Welcome back to Walk With Me, Cyber Warrior Studios production. I'm your host on this journey, the Cyber Warrior. Now, as you may or may not be able to tell, I'm a little under the weather, but that's okay. I love you all, so I had to get this podcast out there today. Anywho, today I wanted to touch on a similar topic to what we talked about last week. You see, last week we covered dealing with loss, which is very important. Everybody handles it differently, right? You know, some of us mourn for weeks or months or years, all depending on how this loss came about, whether it was unexpected, um, if it was a crime, whatever the case may be. Uh, And then there's also those that celebrate life because maybe they were suffering. uh, Maybe they've lived a great life, a long life, and eventually, you know, time just got the best of them, whatever the case may be. And then some of us run from it. Uh, There was a lot that I ran from last week. Uh, Anybody who knows me uh, knows I was dealing with a lot last week. And if you listen to the episode, you find out that it, what I was dealing with and it was rough. All right. And and I had to talk to a doctor. I had to do a bunch of stuff mentally to get back in the right headspace. Um, but anyways, this week, um, a subject was brought up after someone listened to that podcast and it was about dealing with impending loss. Right. So those when your loved ones or, or friends or family are suffering from things like cancer or long-term illness or something where you know that whether it's in a month, six months, a year, you know that time with them is coming to an end. It's a hard pill to swallow. Growing up, uh, there were at least two, maybe three of my grandparents, one of which I was extremely close to, uh, that had dealt with cancer and, and just a bunch of other things. And um, we read the same books. We were always talking. We loved, we loved hanging out and just, and just talking about, uh, movies and books and, and life and things of that nature. And honestly, as a kid, I did not know how to deal with loss, not even impending loss. You know, people will tell you, well, if you see it coming, it should be easier to understand and easier to comprehend and easier to do this, that, and the third when the fact remains, um, it doesn't make it easier. At least it didn't for me. And I know for a lot of other people that have dealt with it recently, it didn't make it easier for them. You see, loss is one of those things that you never truly want to face. Whether or not you see it coming. Now, one of my best friends, when I retired out of the army, uh, he was one of the first people I talked to. Uh, he's actually, it was before I retired out of the army. It was, it was before I went into the army. I met this guy. So I had known him for about 12 years before he passed away. And we were good friends. I mean, we, we weren't like, uh, the type that would hang out all the time. Now we did before I went into the army, but not necessarily after I got in and especially not after I retired, we just had gone our separate ways, but I was still close to him. I still would try to touch base every so often. And then out of nowhere, I find out he passed on from cancer. And that hurt. That hurt me personally because I didn't get to spend that time with him that I thought I should have gotten. I didn't reach out. I didn't try to talk to him. And now 
for a lot of people, they're going to be like, oh, well, he didn't reach out either, or this, that, and a third. At the end of the day, if someone means something to you, you need to spend the time with them. And when you see impending loss, a lot of people want to run from it, right? They can't stand to see them in that situation. Uh, with one of my grandparents, I was that, that way. Uh, not to mention some of the family issues we had, but she had dementia, full onset, full blown dementia. You, she could ask you a question and two seconds later, ask you the exact same question. Now for me, I don't deal with it that well. I never have. And so seeing something like that, I choose to remember the good times. I choose to remember, you know, even my grandfather uh, started having issues and things like that. You know, I, I, I choose to remember all the good times. Now, if somebody asks me, do I remember kind of how things were as, as my grandparents were going? Yeah, I do. Um, I know how bad things got. I know what the situations were, but I, it's not something I recall on a regular basis. You know, for me, I recall getting driven to school or driven to the bus stop. I recall sitting down with my grandmother and talking about the Aragon series or Harry Potter or something like that. I don't recall the hospital visits. I, I don't, that is not a memory that I choose to store, um, for fast recall. It's just not. Um, so if you're dealing with this situation, if you see the writing on the wall, if somebody that is very close to you has been given three, six, 12 months to live, maybe even a few days, the best thing I can recommend is that you spend time with them. And I know it may be hard. And I know it may not be something you want to do, especially if they were relegated to a nursing home or a hospice or, you know, a hospital bed or whatever the case may be. The fact remains that time with them, those conversations shared, regardless of whether they're repetitive or not, are going to stick with you because you're going to get that opportunity to say goodbye. You're going to get that opportunity to relive memories that maybe you didn't realize they had. Maybe here's some awesome stories that they didn't get the chance to tell you. And it can be hard and it will be hard. But if you don't take that opportunity, there's a very big chance that you're going to live with a lot of regret. And now I stand by the fact you should never regret anything. A mistake that you learn from is not a regret. It's just a mistake and you've learned. It is a lesson that can be learned. And so for me, I've learned my lessons. I reach out to friends and family. If I don't get to see them, I, I, it happens. But as long as I get to talk to them, it's very important to me to make sure they're okay, to make sure, you know, their life is in order, to make sure that they're not struggling emotionally, mentally, financially, whatever the case may be. I reach out and talk to them. And that has been something that I am trying to do more of because of losing friends and family, some of which I didn't even know were sick because I didn't take that opportunity. Others, because when I should have taken the opportunity, I was scared. I didn't want to face it. You never want to put yourself in a situation where you're going to miss somebody 
and not get to say goodbye. Because if you take into consideration the, oh, you know, I just want to remember the good times. When you said goodbye the last time, you know it was good. Did you know it was going to be the last time you were going to see them? Did you know it was going to be the last time that they were in the right state of mind or that they weren't going to be in a hospital bed? Bet you you didn't. Bet you you thought that you were going to get to see them again. You were going to be able to hold their hand again, to give them a hug, to tell them that you love them. Impending loss is never good. We can get our head on straight. We can get our ducks in a row. We can do all the right things. But when death is at your door, there's not a whole lot you can do. So you're going to be afraid. Afraid of what life is going to be like without them. What life is going to become. The only way to deal with it is to face it. Much like we have to face everything else in our lives. The pain, the lost loves, heartbreak, obstacles, rejection, failure, all these negative things we have to face. And we face them with our head held high, our shoulders back and proud. You don't slouch. You don't get lazy. You don't get complacent. You face it head on and strong. You grow from your mistakes and learn from all your failures. You grow wiser. This show is about imparting wisdom. And there are just some things that I cannot do. And that is tell you how to feel. You learn. In my time, I have learned how to deal with death. And when the time comes for even those that are closest to me now to go, it will not be easy. I've been afraid of losing people more times than I like to count. Because I dealt with a lot when I was in the army and the fear of loss and those that I couldn't get home to. So it happens. Knowing a family member is in the ICU and you can't be there happens. All you can do is be strong and deal with the pain that is going to come. And if you do know someone that is knocking on death's door, Stand there strong with them, be by their side, and face it head on. Because they want to know that they were loved. They want to know that there are people that care about them that will not forget them. Because all we have when we leave this world is our legacy, our name. No one is going to remember everything about you. But depending on how you were as a person, they will remember your name. So if you were a good person, your family and friends will carry that with them. They will do whatever it takes to spread your name and your legacy. So when dealing with impending death, make that promise that they will never be forgotten, that they will live on in your heart, in your soul, and in the stories you tell. Because when all we have left are those stories, that is the best way to help someone live on. That is what we have. That is our legacy. Now, saying all this, let it be known. I do not ever want to be kept alive on machines. When my time comes, my time comes. And my wife and kids know this. 
There is no doctor that is going to keep me alive artificially. So I would hope that my family doesn't have to deal with the impending and just what is. But that's my story. That's how I feel. It's what I've dealt with. I have punched walls. I've punched wood beams. I've smoked packs of cigarettes and drank cases of beer and bottles of whiskey. All in dealing with death. The impending and what has happened. So you're not alone when you're out there suffering. When you're thinking that this is it. There's no one to talk to. We've all been there. And for those that haven't, they will. So if you need someone, reach out. It could be a doctor. It could be me. It could be a friend. It could be a family member. Whatever you got, reach out. Because many of us have dealt with it. And I've got to be completely honest. When I couldn't get to my brother last week to be there for him, it ate at me. I knew what was coming, but I had another death to deal with. So remember, you can still pick up a phone. Be there for your loved ones. Visit them often. And I know they may look frail and look like they ain't got much time left. But that just means spend more time with them. Give them memories they could take with them. And memories you yourself can carry with you. Because those final conversations are going to be the most important conversations. Because when they're lucid, when they're actually comprehending what you're saying, and you can understand them, I bet you, you have some of the most important conversations of your life. And probably some of the funnest and funniest. Because they are finally at a point where they don't care what nonsense they tell you. They will finally tell you how it is. And if you have a faith, practice it. I don't care what it is. No matter what your faith is, it can guide you in so many different ways when dealing with death. The impending and what has happened. Now, otherwise, look, this has been Walk With Me. And I know it's been a little bit more of a serious episode. And I know my sinuses make me sound a little bit jacked up. But, understand I love you all. My parting wisdom for you is love your friends, love your family, be there for them, call them, talk to them, spend time with them. Because our time on earth is finite and there is nothing that a lot of us wouldn't give for one more minute with the ones we love. So you take care. You have an amazing Odin's Day. And I will be sure to be back next week with another amazing episode. And hopefully with all of the mental stuff going on, hopefully it's a little better. Hopefully I sound a little better. And hopefully we can be a little cheerier. I hope, maybe. We'll see. Anyway, look, hey, you have a great rest of your week. It is Odin's Day. And I will catch you all next week. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Follow, rate review all that fun stuff if you are listening on podcasts and check the description show notes etc for all the ways you can support this show and support my channel otherwise y'all take care y'all have a blessed week and i will see you all next time